1: 7.45, Tommy Tucker, WWL. The boys are indeed back in town. Tim Zimmer. Mark Rosa joins us, President CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union. Mark, I wish you could see the look on his face. He gets such, such delight out of playing this song every time you come on. He loves it. <laughs>
0: That's good. So do I.
1: Go to Jefferson... Yeah, appreciate uh, it. Go to jeffersonfinancial.org uh, and you can find the calculators that'll help you as Mark helps you manage your money. And this week, Mark... Um, we're going to start with, um, I guess some news from the feds.
0: Yeah. Just a couple of things to segue into this, Tommy, we, we, we talked about last time that we you know, we had a lot of stuff for consolidating debt and those types of things, but it remains the elephant in the room for people as you know, people are coming in now and they, they, accumulated some debt last year and the, and the, the rates keep rising and, and it's, it's quite the tidal wave of, uh, uh of, uh, resistance when you're trying to reverse that pin that down, get it behind you, and then really start saving. So there's a tremendous amount of resistance to it, especially under today's economic climate. So I was looking uh, at at the Fed calendar, and on Wednesday, February 1st, which is just next week, they're going to meet again. Mm-hmm. And it's a foregone conclusion that they're going to raise rates. I think they're tapering down. But nonetheless, of, of all the interest rate increases that they've done since last April, this is going to be an addition to that. So this has been a climbing Set of circumstances, meaning the cost of money, and then on on their website they have uh, the a dot plot of uh, average credit card rates, and and it, it kind of took me by surprise. I was just kind of thinking, you know, what what does my memory say about where credit card rates were, and this kind of uh, checks me out. So it it since since really the uh, year two thousand rates have averaged between twelve and thirteen percent, and since then, I mean, it goes right across, and it, it's fairly consistent and Got a couple little movements here, but they were they were low by today's standards. And then you come up to May of last year; that was the month after they started raising rates. And then you just have this, basically, you know, straight up dot plot of where rates are now. So the, the, it's a sixty percent increase in less than a year, and if people just can't. You just can't work around that. If you were rolling credit card debt over, mm-hmm. which is hard to break from, in and of itself. The way right now, it's it's going to be touching 20%. That's the average rates. And I heard from again somebody in the station. It wasn't from them. It was somebody that they were just sharing some information with. They're carrying 27% debt. So when then you're talking to people about savings, well, you're not saving enough. And and they look at you like like you're crazy. It's like save. I'm a tackle this tiger that's charging me an average of 20, almost 30%. And there's no way to put together a savings plan until that, that thing is kind of put to bed.
1: Mark, you know what just struck me when you say that? It seems like, okay, the first thing you got to do is realize that you have a crack problem and that the f- price of crack went <laughs> way up. So what you need to do, <laughs> right? I <laughs> mean, it's <laughs> crack credit your in own a way. crack
0: or something. you got to your get yourself <laughs> off of
1: crack credit first and then Absolutely. maybe consolidate yeah. the, the credit cards. Don't run them up again. And from there,
0: I guess you try to do a budget. Well, and and that and that's where we kind of left off last time, Tom. We were we were saying that you go, you have to really. It, it's a lot of work, and nobody wants to. It. It's like you know, restart an exercise plan. Oh, I don't feel like going for jogging anymore, and those types of things. But we know what the benefits are. So the same thing with the budget, it it's to really do it right is to work hard. Meaning, you you pulling over all your statements. You're really analyzing where your money is going and frivolous spending. I don't know. It's it just about every place that I've I've worked. meaning, people are people wherever you go. Every place I've worked, people are like, you know, we had this a segment about a year or two ago with, you know, how much do you spend on lunch every day? And I don't eat lunch, but you got people that could least afford it. Again, in every office, two things. People that could least afford $10 a day for lunch, that's what they're doing, $10 a day for lunch. And it, it, some of them uh, add frustration to that by, no, you know, DoorDash is going to deliver my hamburger oh, to me to oh. add money on, on to, to those things. And then um, if, if, if even our listeners could respond to this, if you look at a, a, a company parking lot, it tends to be the more entry-level employees have the newest cars, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've experienced yes. that, but it was certainly, you know, my truck is five years old, and I'm not one to replace it anytime soon. It's like because I don't have to. But you, you get that, um, you know. Sometimes people approach finances very, let's call it uniquely, and it's not in their best interest. <laughs> so, it, so if we if we're analyzing what we're actually spending and really sitting down and being truthful with ourselves on it, a lot could be gleaned from that, and a lot of savings could be gleaned from that. And I uh, was—it was a a friend of a former student, and I kind of still stay in touch. But she was really, okay. I'm going to really try this. I'm going to get down to it, and I'm going to start saving. And she said, you know, I have the rules of thumb. Well, you got to have six months of uh, of income—that's net income. You got to have six months of income saved. And she says, I have it. I have it. I'm listening to the the quote-unquote experts. I have six months saved. That's a rule of thumb. Put that aside proud of myself. I'm doing what's right. Along comes COVID, and she was in the service industry. So there goes the six months of savings, and there goes – because she was unemployed basically for more than six months. So she comes back to me kind of like, okay, you know, uh, Mr. Know-it-all, I had six months of savings. I do what people like you say, but that didn't last. So what – right after COVID, I, I had several conversations with people who said, well, and now what? Well, the the thing about the now what is – That everybody is different. I've seen my my share of credit reports in my life and every single one is unique in some way. So everybody's savings need to be unique in some way. It needs to be unique to you. And some people might say, well, I could could do 30 days of savings and I feel that appropriate. And and I'm I'm given a truthful uh, look into what could happen. What do I need to to get the savings off of? Is it going to last? What do I the bills I need to pay? And Six months might not be a lot for people because you've got, you know, I've got a big family. I've got to, you know, I've got to feed all my cats and they run through so much money. So it's for some people, it might be you need 12 months of savings because of a, the, how you've structured your life or structured your family, and others could get by with less. So you, you see another, I was running across a, a 50 30 20 rule. Uh, this is, you know, again, uh, it, not one shoe fits all, but it's, if you spend 50 percent of your net income on, on things that you need, I mean, life bill, mortgage, you know, car payment, then you sp- do 30 percent, maybe on something that you want. I want to take a little trip or I want to uh, buy something for myself or somebody in my family. And then the, the remaining 20 percent is that goes to savings. Well, if you mentioned the, the U.S. savings rate, you and I were talking about that a couple of uh, sessions ago. The U.S. savings rate is down at the lowest level since the Fed began recording this. So to say – to come up to somebody and say, well, you're at a 1 percent, maybe zero on a, on a savings rate, and to talk 20 percent to them, is like, well, why don't, you know, why don't we just fly to Mars or something? That would be easier than talking about saving 20 percent. So it's, it's got to be it's, – it's work time. It goes over time. And over to the uh, credit union's website, there's a home budget calculator. It pretty much is, is – I think it's fairly comprehensive. You go through it if you really want to – I think
1: it's to, awesome. It, I've been
0: playing with it while you were band. talking. Go ahead. Well, and you can't blow it up. You can't make any mistakes. Nobody knows what you're doing, and, and you could use it until you blew in the face. But it, food and general expenses, utilities, insurance, things that – when the when some of these calculators on put it together, it's like they, they really drill down, and they get to things that you might overlook in your own budget. Or forget about some frivolous spending like, oh, I pay, you know, I get some cash and I buy my lunch every day. I pay cash for it. And when we're doing that with cash, there's no electronic trail to look back and say, what am I spending my money on? It seems like I I don't I don't have any money left at the end of the month. I'm always struggling right before the payday. And I've seen people time to say, well, you know, uh, I get paid every other Monday. But when Monday is a holiday, I get paid on Tuesday, and that is a significant event for me. Well, that, you, you need to throw up the white flag and say, "My goodness, a one-day difference is going to have a significant financial impact on you." Then we really need to, you know, it's like a, a red alert to put their finances together. To it's a one more day before they get paid. But I, I hear that a lot because I'm in, you know, I'm in that business. So people say, "No, I can't. I can't do it. I can't go without that extra day." of money.
1: Mark, the thing that I love about this calculator is it makes you be honest with yourself about where you're spending the money. And, like, you're talking about $10 a day for lunch, which now is a hamburger and fries, and then having it delivered to you. Don't even get me started on that. I'm going to sound like either the cheapest guy in the world or an old-timer. <laughs> but even the slots here oh. where you put in your, your car note, and then, well, should I get a new car or not? Well, let's see how that's going to affect the income. Absolutely. It, it, it puts it in blue and white, not black and white, because that's the color on uh, scheme on the, the calculator. But, y'all, we're going to talk some more about this, I presume, right, Mark, next week? Yes, sir.
0: Next week, absolutely. Go to Jefferson.
1: Financial.org slash calculator slash home budget and play around with this. Like Mark's saying, there's no record of this. There's no. You can't blow it up. You can't hurt yourself. But put the real numbers in there and see why it is that you can't save any money. And it'll be eye-opening. Thank you, Mark. This is very valuable. Thank you, Tom. Have Appreciate a good weekend. All right, 755, 5 till 8, Traffic Now on WWL.